pleaser. The crowd pleaser. If you need to pick me up, ladies, we gon' change your demeanor. Caesar. The crowd pleaser. We gon' do a little dance, we gon' make the naysayers believe us. Hey girl, had a long day, you tired from work. Throw me some dollars and I remove my shirt. You can touch me too, these are the perps. Free yourself, lose your mind and go berserk. Uh-huh, and go berserk. Uh-huh, and go berserk. Uh-huh, and go berserk. Make way for the bad guy. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Crowd Pleaser, the podcast that brings you the inside scoop on what it takes to be a male entertainer in today's age. I'm your host, Caesar the Crowd Pleaser, and this is episode 69, where we're going to be doing the all dingo extravaganza. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have our Wakandan prince, the man, <laughs> the host with the most, the man with more rhymes than a poetry novel. We have the one, the only, welcome to the stage, Mandingo Jones. What is up, buddy? What's up, y'all? I'm in the building. I am in the building, and I appreciate you for having me as usual. Cesar. It's absolutely great to have you, brother. I couldn't imagine having any other co-host at this point. You've been in the game so long that... It'd just be weird to have a empty seat there across from me. Not that you know. Here, here I am. Yeah, there you here, go. Here, here, I, here, here I am. All right, <laughs> cool. So uh, let's go ahead and real quick clean things up since the whole show is going to be about you. Go ahead and do a little bit of quick housekeeping. Up and first is our Patreon, patreon.com slash crowdpleaser. This is where you can give back to the show, hosting the uh, websites for this, advertisements, doing the editing, prog- uh, software, all that stuff. None of it's cheap or free. So we do appreciate those that go on the Patreon and pledge to us every show that allow us to kind of make up for these costs. So I really do appreciate you guys. It's the reason why we continue to do this great show of ours. And it's great because of you. So every week I like to, or every show I like to give a shout out to a special patron. And this week it's going to be Ryan Hubbard. Ryan, you rock. Thank you so much for your ongoing contributions. I really, really appreciate it. You help keep the lights on here, even in radio, audio land. We have lights, I promise. Next up, we have LaBeard Dallas. This is where, where you're working there like every other week, every every third week of the month with the, the full moon. What, what? <laughs> this is where I be sometimes. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is up mm. as of right. It's been about every other week. Uh, you know, the holidays kind of make it a little weird, but I'm, I'm there pretty consistently pretty much every other week. Sometimes two weeks on, one week off, but... Uh, more than likely, you'll find me either there or in the San Antonio area. So third week of the month that ends in Y when the moon is at the half eclipse. You can catch Mandingo Jones at La Bear Dallas. <laughs> <clears throat> the premier ladies destination in Dallas area where you get to see all kinds of great male burlesque shows. Get up close and personal and you can feed the animals. All right. That's pretty much it. So Dingo. Last time we checked in with our hero, he was prepping for his birthday, trying to come up with a, a bomb stellar birthday act. How did that go? It went fantastic. So you end up going with the full saw theme, right? Yeah. And I then I believe you told <clears throat> me that you decided not to rekindle that old show and decided to do an entirely new show from scratch, right? Absolutely. So how did that go? Did it, was it one of those things where you just kind of hit a block where you couldn't really make revitalize the old one in a way you felt comfortable with it? And then you just decide, you know what, I'm going to scratch it and start from you and see what happened. And then the creative juices were just a flowing. 
The other one is its own separate legacy, and it should remain that way. Damn, that was that wasn't rehearsed at all. Just no, snapping, it wasn't. Just snapping <laughs> that, just snapping that thing off before I can even like finish the question. <laughs> I was like, so bingo, your old like it was a legacy of its own. <laughs> I would not defile its memory by attempting to reproduce such a thing. May it echo through the eons as its own. Through the eons as its own creation. Nah, but yeah, I mean, it had its own... I mean, I want to strip off with it, so I was considering, you know what I'm saying, doing that one, but really, <clears throat> um, when it... Saw was just... It was something that I wanted to do, um, and I wanted to... It, I wanted it to establish its own, like... And not like anybody in Dallas would have... Not Nobody in Dallas really saw the other act. I don't think anyone has ever seen it. Maybe two people, mm-hmm. if that. But um, it didn't. It wouldn't. It wasn't going to sit right with me for me to um, not do the saw act the way I wanted to, and that would mean splitting it with something else that I had already done. That just is no. And I'm glad I didn't because I came. This is probably in my mind. Mm-hmm. And now some people would argue this because I, you know, I have other acts that they prefer or like. But in my mind, it's probably the best act I've ever made. And I say that because I, the way I finished it, I start my acts pretty strong and I stay through the middle of it pretty strong. But I've had a real, and I, I'm not afraid to admit this, I've had a little bit of a weakness trying to finish them. And for it to be complete, it's, I think it's the most complete act that I've ever made. Gotcha. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, then tell us about it, right? Can't, I mean, no spoilers, right? Like, or can't, I mean, the act is out there now, so I don't think you'll have spoilers, right? You can tell us about it? Well, I'm doing it again December 8th here at the strip-off, at the best of the best strip-off at the gallery. And then I'll probably do it again January 19th at the event that I'll be throwing at Dallas LeBear, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, no, you got a good segue. Go ahead and throw it down right now. I don't mind. Well, I am actually, well, uh, Juice and XL are actually throwing a strip off here at the Gallery Club December 8th. Um, we call it the best of the best strip off, and it will be pretty intense. So um, come on down and check it out. Uh, we're right now we're supposed to have guys from Houston, uh, potentially Florida, other miscellaneous spots, and hopefully Dallas LeBear. Hey, um as far as january 19th that's something that's still in the works for now three-day weekend i know y'all ain't got work the next day come on out so that uh you know that's sunday um i'm definitely working on bringing a lot of quality entertainers down which um you'll see some of the ones we saw for my birthday and for and for my birthday if you didn't know i brought down uh juice as usual he's always you know (laughs) willing to make an appearance christian Christian Carter out of San Antonio always Ooh. will make an appearance as well. Uh, Big Vince, of course. Big Vince showed up in the building. Ladies, for those of y'all who know him, um, he was there. CJ Tapout, another dynamic entertainer, graced the main stage for my birthday bash at Dallas LeBear. And uh, 
a lot of these ladies, they didn't know who he was. And I've mentioned him quite a few times when they saw him. They were like, oh, my God, it's him. But Zach came down and made an appearance from San, uh, San Antonio Hardbodies. So I brought five guys here. Um, and I'm planning on bringing more than five for this trip off in January. Uh, I'm looking into getting people here from Florida. I've already sent out the, I've already sent out those messages. Those, hey guys, what are you guys doing on this date and time? So there's a couple of guys in Miami, a couple of guys in Fort Lauderdale. I'm getting around to Houston, LeBaire. I'm gonna invite a couple of those wonderful gentlemen there as well. And then, um, of course, I have a lot of other places that I plan to look. So this will be the first ever, I assume, the first ever event thrown on a three day weekend. Um, in January in Dallas, and I'm hoping that I can start something new there. I have no doubt that you can, brother. If there's anyone that has the chemistry for winning over the crowd, it is you. Plus, you guys have a lot of experience throwing your own events up there or down there in San Antonio. You're solid. You're consistent. You have the background for it. So I, I can easily see all the ladies and gentlemen that listen to this podcast to come out and support you as well as all the owners to see the advertisements and the word of mouth. So, yeah, best of luck, man. I would hope to see you in the building as well, even just to say hello. You know, I know it's been a good while since you've been in there, but hey, we'll see. Word, word. So, birthday. Tell us about it, man. How'd it go? Well, um, it was... Uh, I, the the uh, the boss was happy to say one, one thing. He said, I think we had 350 women there that day. Dope. Nice, I believe. man. Well played, brother. Well played. It, it was a party. It was definitely a party. Partay. Partay. Uh, for, for those of y'all that didn't make it, don't worry. There's plenty more events coming up. Um, where do I start about the birthday event itself? Decorations. Well, decorations. Didn't have any. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Open and shut case, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have it. That's the thing, and it was it's a little it was a little weird because I was operating from a point where there were a lot of people who had supported me at one point who didn't support me anymore for whatever reasons. Either they couldn't, or things changed when the clubs in San Antonio changed for whatever reason. It is you know it is what it is, but um. Having to throw this event, not having both legs to stand on and coming in from in and out of town was a little bit of a challenge. However, I don't think there's much that I cannot do concerning that now since I've already dealt with that. So um, that was the one of the biggest challenges was maintaining like the presence, which fortunately, you know, we have the Internet. <laughs> so, you know, but maintaining the presence and like just being able to be there at crucial times to tell people about it like the reunion other people's birthdays mm -hmm. keeping in contact keeping consistent being like hey you know this is uh you, you guys ready hey guys share this hey guys share this hey guys share this you know it's not easy considering um that some people don't really promote that much but we were still able it's me and the guys that you know put our uh time into promoting we're still able to actually you know help get people in there and now it was still a saturday granted it was a saturday that actually um was at a slower time of the year which is supposed to be a slower time 
that's just, that's just what I was told over like and it's been well it has been like that in other places but there specifically I didn't know but I was told it was supposed to be a slower time mm-hmm. and we were getting bookings and people were showing up so it was you know it was cool you know what I mean yeah uh, I mean you draw a crowd brother I can't take all the credit for it because it was still a Saturday but I'm gonna I'm gonna say the guys that that the formula has been found at least for now you know it always changes but the formula has been found so um being able to throw events <clears throat> there would actually open up a lot more traffic uh more consistently at different times that there normally wouldn't be mm-hmm. and i i want that to be something that actually um i want that to be something that people actually can get a grip on that like it actually takes grip and starts to and it's like it moves forward to where everyone's like you know what i want to do this now you yeah. know but it and it does take a lot though it takes a lot of intent a lot of willpower a lot of consistent checking up on things a lot of your time and i'm pretty sure this event in january is going to take up more of that but as far as the birthday was the actual turnout was a success um the night was fun there were some people that came in and supported me that you know i'm always going to appreciate them showing up it's very difficult to um Drop everything you're doing, especially when you've got twelve other Halloween parties throwing themselves at you. True story. Yeah, <laughs> the no same doubt. weekend. Same weekend. Yeah. Because what Halloween so, was a Thursday or something this year? It was the Thursday after my birthday party. So, oh yeah. So yeah, everyone celebrating the week before. Yes. So that was that was you know something that I don't want to say i fought against i really just went with you know so it was a halloween party you know come dressed up and do your thing um you see some really good costumes that night yeah i saw quite a few what were your top three uh honestly scary and creative right (laughs) the best one honestly i i i just the one that sticks stuck out to me the most um was chun lee Oh, no doubt. Someone showed up as Chun-Li. Chun-Li with and and The blue costume or the black costume? Blue. Oh, dope. Dope. Original. Original Chun-Li. Showed up with the original Chun-Li and had the buns. With the buns. I mean, that... Wasn't having... Yeah, I know. I know. I already know what you're going to say. I mean, you kind of have to... Some people are half-hearted about it. You got to, you know... You know, some people are half-hearted cosplayers. You know this. That's dope, though. Did you get a picture? Uh, yeah, I should have one. All right, you'll have to send this to me off uh, after the show. I want to check it out. I I enjoy seeing stuff like that. I think it's super creative. That was pretty dope. It was. Um, saw a couple of like, you know, you saw a couple of, you saw a Joker here and there, or Harley Quinn here and there. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's expected. Of course. Any of the guys saw- dressed up at all? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I think it's, I, it's pretty typical, honestly, for when we got to work half naked, it's hard to find a costume. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what's, what's, <laughs> you're going to wear it for, what, an hour? You're, you're going to wear, uh, Fred Flintstone or Bonnie Rubble or Tarzan. That's it. Those are your three options. There you go. Quick. <laughs> Quick. Three fourths of the work done or all of it done already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the day itself, you know. It turned out to be a success. Um, so was it? Did you have any kind of weird jitters 
debuting a new show on your birthday in a new club? Hmm. Ah, well. It's hard to lose on your birthday. So it's kind of like if it was a strip off, I probably would have had more. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing is I also trusted the guys I had doing the act with me. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, they're two of the most trustworthy, you know, as far as we'll practice and we'll nail it. So like. And we'll practice until they nail it. And if they can't nail it, they'll tell you, hey, yo, we need to do this real quick. What's this? You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like they actually like I, I, I trust them enough to where it's not. Where uh, in certain situations, the edge will be taken off because of how much I trust them. So um, I was fine. Nice. I was happy. I was fine. I was like, cool. Because the thing was, here's something that. OK. Ever since the club closed in San Antonio, I haven't been able to be myself 100% and fully. I haven't been able to be myself since... Uh, I haven't been able to be myself since that happened, really. I've tried. I've done well at being, like, you know, at least 70% of myself because, you know, I'm not there all the time, number one. Number two... Um, you know, people leave, people drop off. I can't, you know, I can't do my acts all the time. So I've pretty much kind of been reduced for the meantime of doing solos. Mm -hmm. But I was able to prepare properly for an act that had at least two other dancers. And we're going to be able to pick up what I did. We're, we're, go we're going to show up to a rehearsal. We're going to practice it on their own. We're going to ask me questions. We're going to make suggestions. We're going to ask more questions. And we're going to get together as a whole. Because the thing was, I had to get together with both of them outside of like, I had to fit between their schedules. So literally, Juice and I got back, got off of a flight. We got off of a flight and we came straight over to my house and started working on it. When we came back from uh, my uh, Miami after that strip off down there. Oh, nice. We came back that day. We came back to the, my house and we were like, all right. I was like, all right, this is what I have. <laughs> and then I showed him that. And then, and then uh, the next day I practiced with Christian. I only practiced with them one time. Up, Both of them, like one time up until we got to together that weekend that friday and i showed him the rest that friday and then we were like okay cool like clockwork you know that's why i trust them i can go anywhere with them i can and we can be like okay here are these adjustments cool got it we can do this we can do that and that helped build that trust so it's like there wasn't really much for me to worry about with them and that in and of itself helped push me back to where I was before. Like I was able to be like, okay, so like, like, like I was able to cut my ax without having to make all these adjustments. Cause either I wouldn't have had somebody or, you know, there's a time limit or something. At least, you know, on your birthday, you really don't have much of a time limit on stage. Yeah. So yeah, you pretty much go until the crowd's done with you. Like I could, I could create this whole, I could create what's really in my head. 
and I can have people to help me. Like that's not people don't realize how uh, much that makes you as an entertainer, like having someone else to actually bring the vision that you're creating to life. Mm -hmm. You can't if you can't do that, then it limits you a lot. It makes you just be like, all right, I'll just do it one man all the time. And that takes away from you as an entertainer. You might be good at it, but if you're able to lead with multiple people behind you and continue to create that way, it's just different. It's just completely different. Yeah, no doubt. Like it, it it's tough to put together a team that is consistent and as devoted as you are, you know, and that's the only way that you're gonna get it to where it looks and feels the way that you want to if you get someone that's just willing to kind of half step their way through it but help you you know and sometimes you got to take it but you're going to feel a difference in the in the end result you know mm-hmm. absolutely well all right man that's that's awesome leading up to it how was the execution how did the crowd feel about it uh it sounded well it, yeah i mean they loved it from what i from what i heard from what you know, I mean, it was my birthday, so they're going to scream for you regardless. But I could tell where the familiar familiarity was. I know that, the actual that is the one awkward thing about doing. I mean, you want to do a new show for your birthday, but then it's kind of weird because you want feedback on it. But it's hard to say because, like you said, you can't really lose on your birthday. Yeah, you just ah, you're the best. Yeah, they could say that. They can never say that to you again, but they'll tell you that day. Mm-hmm. And then like after that, you're just like, OK, well, I guess I was the best for those eight hours. So, so like, where was I? We were talking about um, stage the actual, from we heard. Oh, like the execution and of the crowd, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it certainly sounded like it, because well, okay, there's a certain part of the act where I got pulled out of there and I was like, you know, pretty much blindfolded, mm-hmm. and um, and went. That part was the part where, you know, the whole, uh, I want to play a game. You know, the very familiar part of the act where it's going to be, everybody's going to be like, oh, I know that movie. Yeah, yeah. So they hit that, that, that linchpin note, you know? Yeah. So, and during that part, that part, I assumed they enjoyed it because I heard, because I was blindfolded during that whole part of the routine. So I didn't hear, or I didn't see their reaction, but it sounded like, they went crazy when the curtain opened on that part. Nice. Um, Dope. So are you happy with it? I mean, yeah. I, sweet. So you're going to just, just literally run the exact same thing for the uh, the best of the best. Uh, a few adjustments, but um, it's because those adjustments, I couldn't make them on y'all stage really not as soon as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And there was no need to because it was just my birthday anyway. It wasn't a strip off. Yeah, so, yeah fair enough. So, you know, it was like, nah, I'm going to work a little more to try to figure out if I can do this on the stage yet or not. If not, I'll, you know, adjust it. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing, it's going to be like 98% the same. Gotcha. Right on. So remember if you are in San Antonio, definitely check it out. And if you are in Dallas, you can catch it next year in January. So keep a lookout to catch Mandingo's new, and ultimately, spine tingling saw routine. Um, yeah, man. Is there anything else you wanted to say about your birthday before we move on? 
Um, to everybody that showed up, thank y'all. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully there's many, many more to come uh, events to be thrown there at LaBear Dallas with this new San Antonio slash Houston twist. You know what I'm saying? Slash Central Texas twist. You know what I'm saying? Um, to uh, the LaBear tradition. It's nice to add something new every once in a while. So once again, I appreciate the support and it's very discouraging whenever that support isn't met, but y'all met it full head on and you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. The guys in San Antonio appreciate it. And uh, you will see more of us, especially um, in that position. Dope. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's excited. Like I said, I'm, I, I think at the very least they're going to appreciate the twist and the new flavor. So, Oh, yes. All right, man. So then moving on. I believe it was what uh, three weeks, two weeks after your birthday, they had the sexiest man or not sexiest man, the uh, international st- strip off dance off routine. Yeah, the inter- the, inter- the international strip off. Yeah, are they still they go back to calling it a strip off. I know for a while we started calling it a dance off, so it was a little more PG. I don't know, man. Right. I think it's I think it said strip off on the flyer. All right, cool, cool, cool. So how how did that go? Like you went down for that, right? I did. Did you I do your there. saw act or did you do something different? I didn't have my guys. I went ahead and did a hammer with uh, Ace. Oh, nice, nice, nice. All right, so um, anything you want to mention off the cuff about before we go to the usual, you know, who placed and what uh, what routines, what new routines showed up and stuff like that? It was fun. I mean, it was enjoyable. It wasn't uh it wasn't what I would say was my best part in the competition, but um, I enjoyed myself. It was a good night. Uh, I brought a friend from San Antonio down there to try it out. Mm-hmm. He's still there. I came back. He's still there. So, <laughs> hey, there you uh, go. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and cut to the meat and potatoes. Uh, do you remember how many guys were on the roster that night for the competition? Hmm. 12, 16, 18. I think there was about 17. Nice. Not bad. Not 16, bad. 16, 17. Okay. A comfortable, show, a respectable showing. Respectable. I think a couple might have got scratched off the list, but I remember there being a pretty beefy list. Nice. All right. Three so- guys from Houston came. So that's, yeah. So if you have what? About 12 usually, and then another three guys come. It's about 15, then including me, that's 16 and 17 the guy I brought. So, yeah, about 17. Okay, nice. And so you want to give us the uh, top three breakdown, starting from number three? Well, wait, hold on. First off, well, is it? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. You sure? Yeah, I was going to say what place you're in, but we don't want to give a spoiler. So go ahead and uh, who who took third? Third place was not me, but uh, Bryce. Bryce got third. Nice. And what routine did Bryce end up doing? He did Raining Man. Okay. All right. So club routine, uh, three guys or five guys? Five. All right. All right. Well, at least he he did the full compliment this time. So that's a step in the right direction. I mean, the kid's grown up as an entertainer. You know, he was really awkward on stage. 
when we first started like most people are but he stepped up to the plate he's finding himself still oh really but he's getting closer to finding himself is what i'm thinking i'm saying like he's like he's he's actually finding himself not like um saying he has to still find himself like he's on the verge like he's on that way like he's going that direction yeah yeah no his confidence level in it trying to figure out what he wants to do what kind of music he wants to play things like that like he, his comfort level is definitely shot through the roof i think from the time that i started watching him to now i, I think he's definitely come into his own um yeah there's a little more polishing that could be done but i don't i don't think there's any more rough edges that need to be really sanded down or anything like that you know Mm-hmm. well said all right moving on who took second the one and only jason no kidding jason did not take this one down wow that is extremely surprising that kid is on a fireball of a rant here uh recently just or just street taking down strip off after strip off so uh i mean second is still very respectable very respectable so how did uh how did his routine work out what did he end up doing uh i believe he did the uh, the rick flair okay okay boom 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 yeah the uh his uh walkout montage type mm-hmm. thing where he goes through the costumes and the different skits and stuff yeah yeah it's a good show it's rarely he did that one completely on his own i'm super proud of that guy he uh did it entirely from scratch the entire soundtrack from start to finish from then he walks out on stage the minute he walks off stage he did and uh he's played to it really well he knows every note on every song on that part he gets to act everything out and then of course the kids got charisma for days you know that is one good looking dude so no surprise they end up placing top three uh, how do you think he did? Well, there are very few one-man shows. Um, I I would be okay with competing with, and that's one of them, especially with the way that he executes it. Um, shit, it, shoot, it went well. All right, sweet. That's second place. So, oh boy, here we go. First place, who took down... The International Strip Off 2019. It was Dallas's number one dance fitness instructor. The one, the only, Ace, the Big Show Boogie. No kidding. Ace finally took one down? That is awesome. Yeah, Holy he just, cow. He definitely, he definitely, that show was, I mean, I'm, I'm be honest, there wasn't anybody beating that show that night. <laughs> that like, is absolutely incredible. I'm so happy for that dude. He's had so like, many near misses. If he didn't win, I'd have been I'd have been like mm, mm, yeah. What what did he throw down? What did he end up doing? He did a brand new act or he just revamped one of his old one of his old ones? His birthday one. Uh is that the one that starts this- with Red Man's it, uh you know he's alive he comes out yeah 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 okay yeah <laughs> man that dude i'll tell you what if there's anyone that will work us a, a routine till it's dead and beaten out of distinction it is ace ace will come up with an idea and that dude will work on it and work on it and work on it for like years i remember the first time he did that intro and it just seemed like it's funny because when you watch that intro you're like oh okay it's this routine and then he does something entirely different with it was it like 10 minutes long uh it's fairly long yeah <laughs> but but it wasn't the one that he did for his birthday last year but apparently the one this year 
Got you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I saw the one last year, and this is why I was so shocked, because I hadn't seen this one yet. Oh, nice. And when he came to side stage, I was like, hey, Ace, that's the Ace Boogie that we've been trying to see. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. Was, Tell me about it. Tell me about the routine, man. What do you do? Break it down for me. Well, first of all, the way that he set up his uh, intro, you can tell that that was very well practiced. Um, he got two of the better dancers to help him with this act because the skill set for the dancing was really good from the very beginning. Um, from the timing of the It's Alive to the transition to it to well, all the transitions and then like the meat parts of it, like it was all just, it was very clean. It was very crisp. It was very entertaining. Um, it was visually pleasing because everything that they had on was uh, uh, like the costumes were great. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like everything they had on was just on point. Like it all just looked so well rehearsed. And... Um, like I said, visually visually pleasing, and it was a little bit longer. Yeah, the fact that it was it was a little bit just a little bit longer, which I don't know if it was ten minutes, but it it, it he was that act went on for a while, and I was impressed with the fact that they continued to be so clean throughout the choreography. Like you could tell, they truly, truly, truly memorized it. Like it looked really memorized. There wasn't no like oh what like one step behind. Where most of the women might not tell, but you know, we'll tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see any of that. That's awesome. Then the, the, that definitely means that Ace went through and and took the effort, the extra steps to make it happen. Because sometimes Ace is 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 not the tightest on choreography. Sometimes on his own, he kind of falls in that Zumba background where he's like, "I'm just gonna wing the next eight count. We'll see what happens." Um, so the fact that he was able to put that together so structured and maintain that level of, of of um efficient or accuracy throughout it is very impressive uh who ended up helping him i know liam was one of them right who was the other guy tyler oh, okay tyler the kid nice nice is tyler back i think he just helped him oh okay gotcha so he got he got two ringers then both retired guys came back to help him sometimes you got to yeah no doubt no doubt no doubt about it well, good, man. I'm I'm happy for him. I'm glad he took it down. He deserved it. There's no doubt about it. Um, Ace definitely deserved it. He put forth a lot of effort on a lot of shows. So if there's anyone that deserved AW, it would be that gentleman right there. So uh, if you don't mind saying, if you even asked, but uh, where did you fall in? I don't even know. All right, fair enough. I can understand that. I you have did. <laughs> You ain't first, you're last. No, I just, I didn't. Really, I honestly, uh, yeah, you could say that, but I just, I didn't, I don't know, I, I knew I didn't have the, I knew I didn't have the uh, backup I needed for the act anyway. Gotcha. So that's when I was like, I didn't, I didn't know what act I was gonna do until the day of, honestly. Yeah, because you didn't know what kind of backup you were gonna have. Yeah, so which is you know usually I'm like, all right, cool, I got this, I got this, we're doing this, you know, but that's basically like. I couldn't maintain that kind of... I couldn't do that this time. So I just I had you. to do what I could. I got you. It happens, man. It happens to the best of us, bro. I've been there before. Trust me. Um, 
well, all you can do is wait for the next one. Yeah, true story. Prepare for that. No doubt. And then you'll just bring the fire. Then you'll have your best show against his best show and see what's up. Absolutely. That's awesome, though. I'm really happy for that kid, though. He definitely deserved it, man. Gosh, I just think about all the strip-offs that dude worked so hard for, you know? Mm-hmm. Sweet, man. All right. Uh, how late did the... Did you guys go up till 2, or did you guys push it because the club was popping? I think we stopped right at 2. Oh, nice. Was it Caden DJing or that other guy now? Probably Caden, um, right? Absolutely. No one else is going to DJ a strip-off unless it's... I was going to say unless it's me, but I'll be in it. But unless it's me or maybe possibly if really needed, it would probably be XL. Yeah, true. True story. Sweet, man. All right. Well, shoot. That's a wrap-up, guys. Uh, Yeah, there you go. The International Strip-Off is done for 2019, which is the last event for the year. The party will continue to go on until New Year's, so definitely check the guys out on a regular basis. But, yeah, that's it. So we have... Uh, I think it was Jason Jason Ace is the way it worked out, or Ty Jason Jason Ace, if you want to count. What? The, uh, Wait. For, for the whole year, like who won the events? Because Jason took down oh, the sexiest man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, sweet, man, which moves us into our best and worst events of the week. I'm going to go ahead and fire it off first, so you got a minute to think about it, because I don't think we talked about it pre-show. So uh, my worst event of the week... Uh, shoot. Honestly, I guess I'll just I'll just say I had some car troubles. I was I've been driving my Jeep around and uh, recently had some stuff replaced because you know he's he's getting kind of old. He's about twenty one years old now, so it comes the mm. part in time when things start breaking. And uh, so I recently had a, a repair on it, and then I love driving that thing around. It's one. I mean, I love all my vehicles equally, but it's been a while since I've been able to drive it around. So I was. And then, uh, sadly, another major uh, malfunction happened that I haven't gone around to fixing yet. So uh, I had to preemptively switch over to my charger, which, I don't get me wrong, I absolutely love driving that car as well. But uh, I will admit that it is not the cheapest thing on gas being a V8 6.1 liter uh, in Dallas traffic. But uh, needless to say, yeah, that's probably probably my worst event of the week, I would say, is... uh, is the old uh, Jeep going under for indefinite amount of time. Makes me a little sad. He's been with me through a lot. But yeah, how about you, brother? Damn, that sucks, man. I know how that is. 21 years? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's it's just the clutch went out. So it's not like I got to put a bullet in it, but... I mean, you know, it's one of those things where you, you know it's the clutch, but you go to replace it. You're like, oh, the transmission needs this, this, and that. And, oh, this is kind of busted, too. So I'm just like, um, we're going to go ahead and wait a little while before we look at that. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Speaking of which, what happened? You had that major accident. How did you, uh, did you get a new set of wheels? What's up? That was my roommate's car. My wheels are fine. My starter was out, so I was driving his SUV. Oh, okay, okay, got yeah. it, got you, got you. And it and it was the fact that that uh, it was an SUV that I'm in better shape than I would have been if I was in my car. Cause so I drive an Acura TL. Mm, okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah, good. Yeah, and that was that was an Explorer that I was in when I got hit. So, yeah, I have uh, man. 
dodged the speeding bullet there. Yeah, if you uh, didn't necessarily dodge the impact, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Like, the whole thing was just, God, it was just like a wow, smack. And I was, like, dizzy. And then I was like, wait, what? And all of a sudden, yeah, firefighter was in the window. Reality starts slowly coming back into you. Firefighter was in the window. What day is it? What time is it? I'm like, it's almost 9 o'clock on 35. All right, you're okay. <laughs> I was like, man, like, it, it was... I'm glad I didn't see anything coming. Mm-hmm. It just actually just happened, and now it was over. Versus yeah. like being like, ah. Yeah, it oh might have, it might have been a little worse because then you were tensed up, and that's normally when people really injure themselves when they try to brace for impact. You know, I would have my move and would have immediately been a swerve into the like, the the like the what do you call that little lane where everybody pulls over when they emergency need to. Emergency lane. Yeah, I guess the emergency lane. I would have pulled over there and and like woo, took off. Mm-hmm. If I saw that coming, I would not have let it hit me. You know, that that actually happened uh, a long time ago when I was a kid. Uh, I was riding with a friend of mine, and sure enough, we came over a hill on the highway, and everyone on the other side of the hill was uh, was stopped. So he luckily did exactly that, hit the brakes. He knew he wasn't going to make it, so he swerved in the emergency lane. And literally, I kid you not, like two seconds after we swerved out of the way, uh, a car behind us hit the car that was in front of us. What? Yeah, dude. It was crazy. That's insane. Because it, it literally traffic was backed up right up to the, the far side of the hill. So people are going, you know, 65, 70 on the highway. And then also you get, you crest the hill and you see a bunch of stopped cars in front of you. So yeah, it was just absolutely yeah. crazy. Like literally we swerved. You heard the, and then you hear, Kunk. I was like, oh, yeah. What were, you, what were y'all in? Uh, Shoot, bro. We're talking about like 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Uh, <laughs> but y'all weren't, on, y'all weren't on a bike though, right? No, 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 no. Uh, no, no. It was a... Uh, shoot, I want, honestly, I want to say it was a Ford Focus, bro. I think it was his first car. So I think it was a Ford Focus. So we, yeah. were, we would have been sardines for sure. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. <laughs> Smells worse too. (laughs) Hey man, sardines are actually pretty good. I I believe it. I believe it. You never had sardines? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. I've had just about everything under the sun at some point or another. I'm I'm trying to remember. Are those the ones with the bones like just melt in your mouth? Uh, I would have not made a memory of that if that was the case. Oh yeah, they're good. Sardines are good. Literally, just bite through the bone and just eat it. The bone just disintegrates. As to the flavor. All right, what about you, man? What's your uh, <laughs> less than great event of the week? Even I mean, even though you kind of just gave us one with the uh, reminiscent of the uh, near-death experience. <laughs> I don't know, man. A fish bone stabbed me in the top of my mouth. Oh. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I've I've had that before though, a long time ago. They weren't sardine bones; it would have disintegrated. Um, worst event of the week, man. I actually have had a pretty good last couple weeks. Um. Uh man, I can't think of any. All right, cool. Moving on. What's your best? Of, what's your best event? Um. Well, 
I guess my best event, I'm learning a lot more of this. Uh, I just feel like I'm moving a lot closer to a releasing music consistently now. Like, um, I'm actually organizing things and changing things around and like getting rid of stuff and um, getting organized. It's like, a, I mean, you, you know this because you're very organized, at least from what I've seen. Um, but when you are organized, things move just so much quicker. Oh yeah, for sure. When you need stuff done, they just move so much quicker. When I'm I'm about to get to the point where I can just come in, sit down, and go to work. Nice. You know, and then that's the thing. Like all the other stuff that I got to make sure I got taken care of, like the legal stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that's all taken care of fully? And I can because the thing is, like, once you are doing business fully as a musician, then every quarterly you're expected to pay. So you have to have something there for that, or else you're just paying fees for some money you don't have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> well, my timing to be proper. And uh, it's getting to the point where, um, so I have like this little keyboard now, which I've, that um, I'm oh, trying look, to. Up- look at you up- upgrading your set. Well, I had my friend's keyboard for a while. It was 49 keys. Not going to lie. I took it a little bit for granted. And now that, that he has it back, I had to get my own miniature one. And I want 49 keys again because this is only 25, 26 keys. And um, so what I need now um is a, a 49 key studio keyboard. Mm-hmm. But um, I also need like the software. And right now I'm learning another software that I have that I didn't really want to use to begin with, but it's what I have. So um, I want to start making things and because like, I have a lot of tunes memorized that I want to transpose, but I need I need to put it on something. So I need to transpose it through this software, play it in, do all this. Yeah, so you can uh, sample it and record everything on top of it. Yeah, basically so I can make music out of it. Gotcha, gotcha. But I'm just at the point where things are about to start coming a lot quicker. Heck so. yeah, man. Ride that wave, man. When the momentum picks up and your creative juices are flowing and, you know, things are happening, you got to make it. That's that's the time to capitalize on it, you know, because that's when the big moves start happening. For sure. Plus, I'm excited about these events we got coming up. <laughs> nice segue, nice segue, bro. All right, go ahead and throw them. Re- well, you still, oh, you still got it. Well, I guess okay. So I still, we got the the best of the best strip off December eighth, hosted by XL and Juice. Um, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you can go check either of those profiles to find that event bright link or any of the other guys that used to be at Hard Bodies, um, or that are currently working there now, like Christian Carter. Um, you can also find um, them on my page. I've reposted them a couple of times. And then we've got the January 19th event still in the works once I am done with all of this good stuff. Uh, this January 19th event still in the works, getting ready to um, unveil the flyer and all that good stuff for that. So I know you ain't got work the next day. Three-day weekend, Sunday, January 19th. Let's have some fun. Like I said, I'm looking at all these other guys to come from out of town. So mark that on your calendars, ladies. Sweet. Awesome, man. Well, smooth, smooth. I'm telling you, you should, you should start DJing. Like actually DJing on the radio. Eh. 
I mean, get that, get people inoculated to your voice. So then when they, they start hearing those sweet, sweet tunes, like, wait, I know that melody. I know that melody. Cool, man. All right, brother. Well, let's go ahead and uh, put a bow on it here and uh, call it a show. How can people reach you? Uh, y'all can find me on Facebook under Mandingo Jones. You can find me uh, on Instagram. You can type in Mandingo Jones or Heaney Train. I'll come up on either one of those. Um, Twitter, you can find me at H-E-N-3 T-R-A-I-N um, That's Heaney Train, but the second E in Heaney is a 3. You can find me on Twitter like that. And uh, for the meantime, some of my older music is still on SoundCloud under H-E-N-E hyphen train. If, uh, yeah. And my music page on Facebook is Heaney, while my dance page is Mandingo Jones. Definitely check right. out Mandingo Jones. Ton of great content coming out from this gentleman on a regular basis. You don't want to miss it when his next album drops. Stay tuned. Catch some tunes. Heaven knows I listen to him. He's on my gym mix. So that's what's up. Uh, as for me, I am Caesar the Crowd. Please, you can catch me on social media. Instagram and YouTube is CaesarLeBear7. Definitely stay tuned to the YouTube channel because I'm working on some short films. I'm hopefully going to be able to post, work on some editing experiments I have in mind. So you will be seeing that posted on my YouTubes. Uh, once again, Caesar Lebear Seven, and then of course you can catch me on Facebook at Caesar Goyazo, C O L L A Z O. But alright, guys, that is good to it. Thank you guys so so much for tuning in. For those of you that went out and supported Mandingo's birthday, thank you so much for that. For those of you that went out and supported the international strip off, thank you for that. Once again, we know you have multiple options to go out on an any giving evening on any given evening but the fact that you came out to see us is absolutely amazing so thank you you guys are absolutely awesome dingo always a pleasure having your show brother thank you so much always a pleasure being here thank you for having me all right guys that's gonna do it so that is the end of episode 69 tune in to next show episode 70 where we might have a surprise interview for you. But all right, guys, that's going to do it. So until next time, keep bringing the rain. Caesar's crowd pleases is now on. Caesar, the crowd pleaser. If you need to pick me up, ladies, we gon' change your demeanor. Caesar, the crowd pleaser. We gon' do a little dance. We gon' make the naysayers believe us. Thank you.